Hi, I'm Misty Winkler, and you're listening to the Simplified Organization audio blog, episode 28. Organization is more about how you approach and handle life than about labeled containers and tidy drawers. So in season five, we're talking all about why your attitude is the first thing you need to organize. Three keys to an organized attitude. My new tagline is organize your attitude because I think that our mindset as moms is crucial in our homes. Charlotte Mason said that fully one third of our children's curriculum is atmosphere. And though candles and art on the wall are nice touches, I believe that it is our own attitudes as we go about our business that creates the atmosphere our kids grow up in. Mom sets the tone whether we like it or not. We feel the weight of responsibility in raising our children. We feel the pressure of giving each one what they require for mind and body. We feel the tension of keeping house while allowing the house to be used. Are we going to add on top of that the burden of a requirement to bear all this cheerfully? That's how I felt when I was first convicted of my stinky attitude and listlessness. I didn't want to face up to what I knew was true. I was responsible for my attitude. I told my children to change theirs. I told them they weren't obeying all the way if they weren't obeying with a good attitude. Oh, botheration. That applied to me, too. So I wanted to share the three keys that I found in overcoming my listlessness and my grumpiness. It's not that I'm never grouchy, of course, but it is no longer or much less often anyway, a characteristic of my attitude. And when I start falling off that cliff, I know the handholds to reach for in order to climb back up to the right path. These are those handholds. Key number one, the fruit of the spirit. We know them, right? Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. They summarize exactly what our attitudes should be. It's a daunting list, We can't nail down a single one of them, much less all seven. But growing in them is sanctification, which is God's will for us. 1 Thessalonians 4.3 For this is the will of God, your sanctification. This is really what it's all about. Opportunities to exercise, to practice these virtues. We mortify our fleshly responses and choose to obey instead. This is organizing our attitude. You don't have to wallow in whatever comes naturally in order to be real and authentic. Being an authentic follower of Jesus results in us choosing his mind rather than our own, his glory rather than our own pride. And it is only because of Jesus that we can choose the right mindset in the first place. Romans 6.22 But now that you have been set free from sin and have become slaves of God, The fruit you get leads to sanctification and its end, eternal life. Jesus pours out his Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit brings the fruit with him. These are not responses that we have to gin up on our own, because we can't. That is faking, and it will wear us down. These are responses given to us by grace that we can walk in and grow up into. As the Heidelberg Catechism says, God gives his grace and Holy Spirit only to those who pray continually and groan inwardly, asking God for these gifts and thanking him for them. Asking for the fruit of the Spirit is a prayer that God will answer. 
and that is how we get the grace in the middle of the muddle to do the right thing. Key number two, providence. One key concept that helped me align my attitude with truth was realizing that God's providence was a truth that I could rest in. That is, not rest as in sit back, do nothing, and hope vaguely for the best, but rather one reason my attitude was wound so tight and tense was that I thought that parenting and educating my children meant that it was all on me. How could it be true that I could do well or I could mess it up? and be true, that God is in control and work His purposes with or without me. My children, my home, my responsibilities are given to me as a way to exercise gratitude and faithful stewardship, and God is working through them to grow me and through me to grow them. If I start making it about results rather than about responding in faith to what is in front of me, I've gotten off track. The work is mine, but the results are God's. I have to say, I will do what I know I should do and trust God to do whatever he wants with that. How things pan out and how situations unfold is God's gig. I don't earn outcome one or outcome two based on my work. I do reap what I sow, but all of it is leading to further repentance and dependence because that is God's will for our lives. Key number three, gratitude. Colossians 3.15, and let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in one body, and be thankful. God's people giving thanks occurs consistently throughout both Old and New Testaments. It's a consistent theme. Gratitude lifts us up out of ourselves. It gives us perspective. It forces us to not take ourselves seriously or think that we are the focal point. It moves the focus to God as our source of all things. We can give thanks and acknowledge that he knows what he's doing, even if we don't. It's an act of trust and faith. It builds trust and faith. Philippians 4, 6. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Thanksgiving is to be our motivator, our underlying posture and attitude, and our response. Romans seven twenty five. Thanks be to God through Jesus Christ, our Lord. And that's it for this episode of the Simplified Organization Podcast. You can find previous episodes and this season's Attitude Organization Cheat Sheet at simplifiedorganization.com slash audio. Remember, organization starts with your attitude. Work your plan, roll with the punches, and do the right next thing.